The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, this afternoon, we'll finally find out who is going to do well and who maybe not so well in the budget. Our reporter, Josh Crosby, has been meeting with people the length and breadth of the country to hear what they want to get in the budget. I think this town needs more infrastructure for youths. People say, oh, they're hanging around, they're in the town park. They've nowhere to go. Like, I'm 54 years of age. When we were teenagers, we had a youth club. There was a lot of things. And what are the lack of services leading to then? Like, are young people leaving the town? Well, yeah, well, they're heading off. They're going elsewhere now for jobs because there's no jobs. And people are saying, oh, we don't have skilled workers. Sure, if we keep our kids in the country and make apprenticeships more accessible to them, maybe they might stay in the country. People living outside of Dublin will feel that Dubliners have an unfair advantage when it comes to maybe transport infrastructure structure or services on your door, do you yeah. feel that? Are the- well, uh, superficially there's something in that, but that said the, the density of population exists here in Dublin for example, you, there's no point in putting a tram service on the side of a mountain in, in the west of Ireland, who's going to use it? Every city in the world would have an advantage in that way. That said, I mean, I can understand people in, who, who live outside Dublin would possibly look at us and say we're getting this and that and the other, but you know there's advantages with, with not living in Dublin as well, they don't have to face traffic every day Whether you're a city slicker or a rural farmer. Tomorrow's budget will change your income, but will it put more change in your pocket? I've travelled to Mullingar in County Westmead, a town with a population of over 22,000, but also sitting in the Midlands, a region the CSO finds has the lowest disposable income. So how are locals here feeling about the cost of living? Definitely bills, yeah. Rent. I'm renting. Renting in Mullingar, is it? It's it's 1,100 a month. For a... Tree bed. So, but yeah, no, rent, definitely. Wages as well. Electricity. That's what we're finding the hardest. Constantly topping up. People our age trying to save for a house. It's really, really hard. Where are you finding the most expensive cost lately at the moment? Uh, well, right now it's with rent. Not just the rent, the price of heating as well. Electricity, everything like that. It's all coming gone. into the winter, you're going to be using that even there more. There you go, you know what I mean? And the wages just aren't keeping up, <laughs> you know, with the demand. And what is the rent around the Midlands or around Westmeath? Well, you'd be looking at for... You know, a two-bedroom apartment, three-bedroom apartment in the middle of town, you're looking at 1200 a month. So it's it's just not feasible, you know what I mean? And if you're single, you can't really afford to move out. You're, you're relying on people to move in with you, friends and all that. And Just when you say friends, what are people your own age doing? Like, are some of your friends leaving the yeah. area? Yeah, well, I've had three friends, four friends in the last two years migrate to Australia and it's just they're, they're living a better life over there you know the, the cost of living it's beyond belief and did you ever consider jumping on the plane to Australia with them <laughs> I'm just not built for the heat if I could hack that now I probably would and what are you finding the most expensive bills at the moment sir? the electricity my electricity now a week is about 110 110 a week yeah and a week I won't be able to survive <laughs> and what do you think now living in Mullingar what could they bring in here to help people out with their social welfare because it's hard living on two something a week with two children and paying a hundred and something for electricity and not even buying food yet. So yeah. you're getting two something a week? Yeah, two sixty, and then paying one ten for electricity. Then you have to get food and then nappies and baby food. That's the money gone. There's no room for any luxuries there. No, or... You can't even buy a pair of shoes. A town known for its musical exports, many here commute to Dublin for work. I called into Brian's Treasure Chest charity shop to hear what he wants to see for the Midlands. The shop initially started for three months and has now been here for 14 years. Brian says there are certain steps that can help in the budget. The level of need in the, in the Midlands is quite huge. Um, now we're coming up to our Christmas food appeal. The problem we have for the last couple of years is that the amount of food we can buy with the same lump of money is dropping dramatically. Inflation is serious and it's getting harder and harder 
do we cut the number of people, which we don't want to do, or give less to each family, which is also very difficult. Inflation is, is a curse. Uh, how you deal with that, you can't really. And are you noticing that now with customers, that they are coming in to buy children's clothes? and oh, all, Yeah, like, like we started putting out Christmas stuff last week because there was a demand for it. We had, no, we had no intention of doing so until November. But people coming in looking, do you have anything? You know, decorations or toys or Christmas gifts. So it's selling out as fast as we can put it out because people can't afford to go to the main shops. Why do you think the Midlands region in particular suffers when it comes to disposable income? We're too close to Dublin. Most of the money in, in this country is spent in, in Dublin and the Midlands and, and rural Ireland is left to just rot. So what uh, would you like to see being done now to try and... Tax cuts. I mean, OK, you can hand out money to people every now and then. But if you give them a tax cut, then they know definitely going forward that they have this extra money every week coming in. So tax cuts, but where do you make up for the, the money that's needed then for other services? and Such as? I mean, if you're not giving out lumps of money to people, then you don't need as much money coming in. People need support for fuel. But if you cut taxes, they're going to get that money anyway. Now, as I leave Mullingar, it's apparent fuel and energy are the main costs hitting pockets wherever you live. But to get a more rural perspective, I'm making my way out to the village of Delvin. 20 kilometres from Mullingar, farmers here say they're feeling the pinch. The price of milk has dropped substantially since last year. Serious drop. If you could give us an example now, like... Maybe getting 70 cents last year and getting 34 now. Hey. Half price. So that yes. all eats into everything else? It doing? does, because the concentrates haven't come back. The cows have to get meal every day, a couple of kilos every day during when they're milking. And they're not milking well this year. Because the weather has been, you know, it was wet, it was too dry, and then it was wet, and then just, no, they never peaked this year. So when you're looking at your accounts, everything is down. You see, the trouble is, last year was a good year, and this year's income tax now is going to be based on last year. So there'll be income tax bills to be paid, and the money really isn't there, but they'll have to be paid, of course. And for the Midlands here, rural Ireland, what would you like to see being done, I suppose, to up the disposable income people have and make life a bit more sustainable? Well, the pension is going up. That's a good thing. It's not going up by enough, but it is going up anyway. Fuel is a huge thing. Like, you're out in the rural, you're out in the country here. We have to go to Mullingar for our supermarkets. We have nothing, you know, for the choice, you have to go over, you go there. And for... A lot of social things. You wouldn't be considering an electric car? No, this is what I drive, and no, I wouldn't. Because I'll tell you this much, until they get in a network of charging points, I wouldn't touch one. So you're a farmer yourself, what do you farm? Sucklers. It's uh, getting more difficult every year, and it's very hard to make ends meet. Coming into the winter now, like what, what's going to be the biggest challenge, do you think? Feed. Buying in uh, concentrate and feed is going to be a big thing. And you have to travel further afield to get it, maybe? Well, we have our local merchants we can buy it from. But it's still, no matter where you go for it, it's going to cost you. Price going up every year? Yeah. Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. If you were creating the budget yourself, if you were up there, Minister for Finance, what, where would you be giving the farmers a break? Where would you start? <laughs> Villages and towns across the country have been hit with dereliction and business closures. But for rural Ireland to prosper... Tomorrow's adults need to remain in the area. While I was walking through the village of Delvin, I popped into the Youth Reach Centre where I met coordinator Bridget Gagan. Bridget works with early school leavers and says education is key, but immigration is on a lot of young minds. 
obviously education and training is very important um, and I think equally it's important that they're trained for the jobs that are available in the locality. If we want to keep people, especially young people around, I think it's very important that we have the jobs and it's very important that we have a proper transport network because I think rural Ireland is really getting hit because we don't have the transport that we need. Yeah, and just on the young people, keeping yeah. them here, as I look out the window, yeah. like many rural towns across the country, there's not much footfall on the footpaths. You yes. know, there's not much activity around the main street. How do you make them want to stay here? Yeah, well, I suppose part of the problem is this whole uh, idea of a sense of community. And if you don't have a sense of community, that that won't be there. Uh, A lot of the young people here, their parents might conceivably work in Dublin. It really is, even though you're in the Midlands, you're still talking about being a commuter town. So I think it's very important for communities to develop a sense of community as best they can. Something as simple as Delvin here doesn't even have a coffee shop that you can go into. So, And the young people you're working with, are they saying, oh, I want to move to England, I want to go to Australia? Is that that the kind of conversations you're hearing? Well, unfortunately, it is because for a lot of them they really see their only opportunity to be to go abroad because they can't see career paths often here so I think that's another thing that we need to work on give them a sense of future So with the work that you're doing now what would you like to see coming out of the budget to help young people? Well I think education needs to be funded properly schools have really taken over a lot of parenting really in many ways and all of that I suppose can't be added on without taking something away so I think we need to prioritise what it is that young people need From a commuter town to rural Ireland all eyes are on tomorrow's budget I've landed back in the big smoke to hear if the cost of living is affecting those here differently. South Dublin hosts the wealthiest postcodes, but locals here say the bills are rising. Obviously, childcare is a big thing, but I also would be quite interested in more kind of renter safeguarding and care for renters and that. And you're renting in Dublin yourself? Yeah, I'm renting around here in Knockline. And am I asking roughly or what, what are you having to... Uh, our rent is fourteen fifty a month for... A house and like we've got it quite cheap our, our landlord's very nice but I have a lot of friends who are paying a lot more than that so like we're looking at leaving Dublin and a lot of our friends are also leaving Dublin uh, or leaving Ireland and you know we've just started a family so we want to be here we want to be with our family but um it's just getting too expensive we were down the country during the summer and like even groceries and things seem to be cheaper there like Dublin just seems to be absolutely out of this world um sorry I gave my son you're a bell right, right. <laughs> he, he doesn't care about the budget no <laughs> no <laughs> we just bought that yeah. a second ago so um, I shouldn't be spending money on things like bells. You are watching everything on the shopping bill. That's it. Like, uh, you know, going into the bookshop there and seeing books that you'd like or presents that you'd like for your child and, you know, getting the cheapest possible option because it's the only thing you can get. is It's tough, you know. And have you been looking now for more rental properties? I wish I could, honestly. But between, like, I'm going back to college now, between that and cost of rent going up, can't afford to be, you know, working and in college and renting and all that at the same time, so... It'll be, it'll be a while yet before I can move back out. So back with the folks? Back with the folks, yeah, yeah, that's it. And for your own age group, you're in your 20s, what would you like to see coming out of the budget? I think just more reason to stay. I mean, it's a very sad sight to see these days. All of my friends are still looking at moving out rather than staying in Ireland. They're looking to move into London or the States. And not even just because of the rents, because there's no opportunities really here for people of, of my age, you know, mid, early 20s, you know. And you said you're in college. Are you looking at a plane ticket once you graduate? Oh, we'll see when, when the time comes, won't we? Yeah. Gas, electricity for people, foodstuffs, childcare for other people. You know, you can't please everybody in a budget. That's the problem. So you can't. It's you not know. possible, no. Well, no, absolutely not. They're, they do their best. And sure, look, there'll always be people, I should have got more and I should have got more. But look. And you you're happy enough with the current setup? You think they're doing a good job? Well, let me tell you, they're doing as good a job as anybody else we've had previously. So there you go. <laughs> Raising a family in South Dublin or working in the Midlands, at the end of the day, it all comes down to the accounts and balances. Kites have flown 
but it's yet to be seen who will benefit and who is worse off. Well, everyone thinks the USC is very unpopular, but on the other hand, the government has to run the country with something. So, I mean, taxes are never popular, but on the other hand, services are also popular. And just when you say sustainable transport, people living in rural areas might say that those living in the capital here are being served yeah. with transport infrastructure and services. Do you feel like you have appropriate services? Are you being served? Absolutely, here in the city centre. To be honest, I do feel for the people down the country. The working man is, is getting creeled all the time, seemingly, and it's, it's just, I suppose it's not on, really. Like, I suppose, I don't know, the rich get richer and the middle class can't, getting hard to survive, and really. And sole trader, you're, you're paying people's wages as well? Yes, I have four people working for me, yeah. It's getting harder and harder to do it, of course, yeah. Everyone's increasing, of course, yeah, and it's not, it's not getting easier anyway, definitely. So what would be your message now to the powers that be? <laughs> When they're announcing the budget now. Look tomorrow. after the working man. <laughs> Look after the working man. That report from Josh Crosby. We'll have extensive coverage of the budget throughout the day on News Talk. Our business editor, Joe Lynham, will bring you live coverage of the speeches and analysis just before one o'clock. The analysis will continue with Kieran Cuddy on the hard shoulder from four, where he'll be joined by the Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue. Our budget coverage with thanks to Grant Thornton. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.